Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. New week of the Super Talk Eagle Hour around the state of Mississippi. Glad you're with us. Whatever station you're tuned in on, whether it's online, welcome to the Eagle Hour. We meet here every weekday at 1 o'clock. We're glad you're with us here today. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corps studio in Hattiesburg. Luke is out a few days. Kelly and Bob, we're glad you're with us. Dickie's Barbecue Pit sponsors this segment of the program. Great place to take your family for a wonderful meal. Great place to cater any event, whether it's large or small, football, church, business. Uh, they've got a catering plan for every budget and every size event. So make sure you reach out to Dickie's the next time you need something catered. All right, it's Monday. Head football coach Will Hall joins us each and every Monday. Coach, I know it was a disappointing uh, Saturday to you as the Golden Eagles uh, drop a 21-3 to uh, loss to a, a really good two-lane football team. But talking off air, you know, you had two plays really in the in the first half where you've called the perfect play, you got a wide-open receiver, and you just can't complete the pass. And those are huge momentum swings. Are they not, Coach? Yeah, they are. You know, and when you're playing a really good football team, you got to make those plays to win big games, and, and we just didn't. You know, it was a – it was kind of a – for a fan's perspective, it was probably a uh, lackluster type game. You know, there was no turnovers either side, you know, so great by our offense of not turning it over. We couldn't get one. They muffed a punt one time. We were not able to get on it. Uh, you know, with third downs, we were about even, uh, but both defenses did a good job on third down. They made a few more explosive plays than us. Uh, there was really only one explosive play made in the kicking game. They downed a punt on the one. We would have had one. We downed them on the 14, but our our missile ran into their punt return, which is, you know, not good. Not good, clean football. So, uh, it was one of those games where we just never made a play in any of the three phases uh, to, to kind of get us over the hump. We had some plays there, the open drive of the game. You know, we had the wide-open guy for a touchdown. The next drive, we had a wide-open corner route, which is probably going to have a chance to catch and score or catch and get us inside the red zone. So you got a chance to be up 14-7 to after two drives right there. And uh, we came away with nothing. You know, we missed the first corner route. Then we we, went, we missed the second one. We collected to kick a field goal. We missed our first field goal of the year. And uh, we had some things there. We just uh, versus a really good defense. You know, a defense that, that, that dominated Ole Miss last week. Didn't allow them to run the football either. Uh, we felt like we left a lot out there offensively in the run game. We felt like our running backs probably had their worst game collectively hitting the proper holes. Uh, we had some 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 really nice holes in there to run the football and didn't get it done. And there was times we didn't 
block a great defensive front so great either. But uh, we've got to play better, and that's certain, certainly something we're working on going into conference play. So I think you sum up offensively, just not able to string together a lot of consecutive big plays and 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 some missed opportunities. Defensively, the first drive uh, you got scored on, the first drive I think in the second half, but in between those drives, a really good defensive battle, and I, I thought defensively the Golden Eagles played well enough to probably win, Coach. Well, you know, we, we they played, I guess, the best of the three phases. I don't know if we played good enough to win. It's a collective effort. Like I said, we got we got to find a way to force some takeaways and make a big play. Uh, I was outside of those two drives. We played good for the most part. Uh, we stopped the run early. We played a lot of man coverage and held up well again in that. That was good to see. Uh, we played well on third down and fourth down. We were able to get off the field. Uh, you know, we had some substitution errors at times. We started slow on, at the start of both halves, uh, you know, defensively. And, uh, you know, going back offensively, we, we completed a lot of passes, but we didn't create explosives. That's something, you know, we've got to do a better job of. We're at our best when we're creating those explosive plays. And I really think that's where the game turned. They had eight explosive plays offensively, and we had three. Outside of that, third downs were even. You know, the take nobody had a turnover. I think their ability to create some explosives and and to keep us from creating. I thought they tackled extremely well. Tulane did. I mean, they they. Uh, golly, man, we didn't we didn't break many tackles all game long, and uh, you know we've got to figure out a way to create some explosives offensively, and then we got to figure out a way to start the start the halves better defensively. And your thoughts about your special team play, Coach? Yeah, special teams-wise, we hit touchbacks versus a good returner. We knew their returner was dangerous. I thought our young kickoff guy did great. We did. We protected well against their uh, punt rush team. Uh, we hit our field zones on punt. Bryce Lofton did a much better job of that punting. And uh, we executed well on pooch. You know, we, 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 we did a good job on, on our pooch punting there. And, uh, you know, things we did poorly – I thought if we could have strained to finish a, a block or two in the return game, Rambo had a chance to pop one. We got it out there. And then Ty Mims on punt return. We had a good kickoff return with Rambo and a good punt return with Ty Mims. We could have finished a few blocks right there. Maybe we could have created an explosive right there. It was a game where if we just could have gotten one explosive in any of the three phases, you know, you turn momentum right there in a game where there just wasn't a lot of plays made anywhere you know uh for, for for either side of the ball and uh in games like that uh with good defenses and and uh and tight games versus great teams we've got to find a way to do that what was the strength of Tulane in your view coach what what was the best uh, the most difficult thing their defensive line out? yeah their defensive line's really good like I said I mean they dominated Ole Miss last week Ole Miss ended up with 37 points but that was a 17. Uh, Ole Miss had 17 points all the way to the very end when Tulane – they scooped and scored one for a touchdown. I mean, offensively, uh, Tulane really, really got after them. And uh, their defensive front was really good. I thought they tackled extremely well on the back end. And offensively, uh, I thought they did a really good job of creating some explosive plays. Like I said, they hit us on a few over routes where we we got to have better eye discipline than our defensive secondary. And uh, – you know, I thought they executed well in the kicking game. You know, they 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 downed that punt on the one yard line, and uh, they were able to tackle us when Ty Mims got loose on that punt return and Rambo got loose on that kickoff return. That I'm saying, if we strain a little better, they were able to shed blocks and 
And even though those were explosive returns for us, they they, they weren't. We, we were one guy away from from popping them for a touchdown. They were able to get us down. I thought as a total group, they tackled extremely well, and just played sound. You know, they just played a sound sound game. Played a little better than we did. Coach Hall, you've used the term probably a dozen times already. Explosives. There obviously is a definition of that because you said Tulane had, I think eight explosives you guys had three would you define to the layperson what you mean by explosives so we count a 20 yard pass or a 15 yard run uh okay. 15 or more yards on a running play 20 or more yards on a pass play is an explosive that's how we define in our program to our players each week we have a plan to win we talk about explosive plays. We talk about the turnover takeaway battle. We talk about red zone touchdown percentage and third down percentage. Uh, you know, Tulane beat us in the explosive plays. And, uh, you know, they, they, they beat us in the red zone touchdown percentage. And then the turnover takeaway battle was tied. The third down battle was tied. Uh, and then we have attack plays on special teams, which is a whole other formula we can spend another day talking about. They beat us one to nothing in those, which is very rare. Usually you'll have about six to eight big plays in a special teams game for both sides combined. There was only one in this game. And, uh, so that's really where the game turned is they made one, one, one explosive in the, in their kicking game. We made none. And then they beat us eight to three. And that was really it. I mean, outside of that, it was a, it was a back-and-forth game. You, you, you know, you, you, know, you came into the program as an offensive guy, right? And and people yep. who like yep. to see offense, or, or, or whether they should be or whether they shouldn't be, um, and and none, nobody's you know ever coached a college football game, the offensive folks are yep. getting a little bit nervous, uh, even though you've played yeah. two great defensive teams in Florida State and, and Tulane. Put, put the offensive people's minds to rest, Coach, that, that, that your offense is going to be okay. Yeah, I mean they they have a right to be concerned. We've not produced like we want to. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not uh the, the criticism is fair. The criticism is fair to me and uh, I certainly accept that. Uh you know, I, all I can tell you is we're going to get it fixed and uh the people that are hanging in there with us will be glad they did and the people that don't think we're going to get it done will be proven incorrect. But but there is that you know they they people should be uh concerned. They should not be happy with how we performed offensively. But we're going to be a really good offensive football team here, and it's going to happen sooner rather than later. We're talking to head football coach Will Hall. We're glad to have him on the show each and every Monday. We're going to continue our conversation on the other side of a very short break. I want to remind you, though, quickly, you can hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast 24-7. had some guys come up to me uh, Saturday from Hammond, Louisiana, that listened uh, to uh, Alexa Kelly. She listens to them. We had a little discussion about it. you're the only guy in the country that Alexa won't play the Eagle Hour. But, but in all fairness, what else is there to do in Hammond? <laughs> well, listen well, to no, the- I, that, that would be Kelly Sander, <laughs> and uh, we will post his cell phone number right after the game. Uh, you can hear the Eagle Hour podcast on Apple, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or everybody but Kelly can tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Oh, she talks to me. It's just no, she- It just says get away. <laughs> More from Coach Will Hall right after the break.
Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're visiting with head football coach Will Hall, and uh, always look forward to Mondays when we can do that. Campus Bookmark sponsors this segment of the show, Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. They're on Hardy Street. You can shop them online, like we said, at campusbookmark.net. They've got all the Southern Miss apparel that you could possibly want to choose from, and they will deliver it right to your front door if, for whatever reason, you cannot get to the store. All right, uh, Lee Roberts joining us a little later in the show, but we want to continue our conversation and now with Coach. Uh, Coach, I'm always going to ask you every Monday about injuries. I know how big a deal injuries are in football and how they can change the concept, you know, the, the picture uh, when you get kids hurt. I saw a few hobble off, but uh, what can you tell us about an injury update? I think we're going to be okay. Uh, I'm not going to be out and open as much about a few things I normally am just because, you know, we're getting conference play, and there's a few things here or there that I think could really matter as far as Arkansas State having to prepare for us this week. Right. But uh, I think I think we're going to be able to take a crew to Arkansas State that's, that's good enough to win a Sunbelt Conference game. All right, so you're on the road to Arkansas State, then you have Texas State at home, and then Old Dominion. So, conference slate has started. Uh, we've always we've always been told that you know playing really tough teams coming into your conference only helps you get better. Uh, what what do you take away? What do you think the kids take away from the last two weekends that they can uh, put to use and uh, get off on the right foot and uh, and run off some wins here now that conference play is on us. Well, we played two really great lines of scrimmage, uh, you know, so uh, from Florida State to Tulane. So, you know, that that's that's good to see. You know, we think our corners have matched up pretty well versus Florida State. We wanted to see that. Uh, you know, for us, I think it's just a growing and learning experience, seeing what you did well, seeing what you can do better. And uh, going into conference play, we've got to be a better football team. We're better than, than how we've played, even though we've played two really good teams. Uh, I've got to get us playing better. I certainly think we're going to. We've got to change our expectation level a little bit. You know, we're a team, we're a program here that for a long time has not uh, really beaten a good team. We beat Tulane last year. That's about the only really good team Southern Miss has beaten in a long, long time. And uh, so we've got a lot of losses. And, and that's what I talked to the kids about today. You know, in life, you don't always get what you want. You don't always get what you hope for. You don't always get what you pray for. But you usually always get what you expect. And uh, we've got to start expecting success even when we play good teams because we've got good players now. And uh, I think I think you're going to start seeing that this week. I think we're going to start uh, playing better as we get into conference play. I think, you know, some of our young guys have grown. and uh, But we've got to change our expectation level a little bit and understand that, that we're good enough to play with anybody now, and we've got to step up and play better, you know, versus really good teams. It kind of starts and finishes, I think, at quarterback. You were a quarterback. You're a quarterback expert. Analyze uh, Billy Wiles for us, 19 to 30, 377 yards, uh, sacked three times. He was under a lot of pressure. But the three games in, your, your thoughts about Billy's performance? Extremely accurate. Obviously a tough guy. You know, the first few third downs of the game, he scrambled and got the first down. He ran over two of their guys on their sideline. You know, I mean, I thought Southern Miss fans would love that. I mean, he's a tough guy and a winner, extremely accurate, uh, hangs in the pocket, and is starting to make plays with his feet. Like I said, you know, that, that opening drive of the game, the first two third and longs, uh, he scrambles and gets the first one, hangs in the pocket, and hits a curl route on the second one. 
Uh, you know, so we're we're pleased with his leadership. We're pleased with really everything he's doing. Uh, he put one ball in jeopardy yesterday. It didn't get picked, but he did put it in jeopardy. Uh, you know, outside of that, man, he's he, he, he's he's playing really well. We've got to play better around him. You know, if we can get everybody playing, you know, to his level and with his intensity, uh, I think we got a chance to have a pretty good offense. You know, Coach Hall, if if you could just be at all the tailgate parties, you you would have all the answers because they're they're certainly willing to come up with all the answers. Right? <laughs> at the well, look, you know, we're not we're not playing as good as we need to, and everybody everybody's got the right to criticize no 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 no, but where i was yeah no where i was going with this and and i was just playing but um but everybody was saying you know well if coach you know if he just had an offensive coordinator you know maybe the offense would would be and look i don't know enough about football what why does everybody why is that always their first go-to if 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 they or whoever just had an offensive coordinator what does that have to do with anything necessarily well, we've not been successful on offense, so the first thing they do is, is attack the play caller, which is which is fair. But when you look across college football, I mean, there's a lot of head coaches that Mike Norvell calls plays at Florida State, Jeff Brom at Louisville, uh, Lincoln Riley at USC, Lane Kiffin, Chip Kelly at USC, uh, Mike Leach called his own plays, Billy Napier calls his plays. Uh, so there's a lot of great coaches that go, oh, uh, the head coach at Ohio State calls his own plays. How about Andy uh, Reid so, in mean, Kansas City, coach of the NFL? And Andy Reid, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, you know, uh, Matt Lafleur at Green Bay Packers. So I mean, there's most of the time when a guy's a great offensive coach and he gets to be a head coach, he usually calls his own plays. He doesn't quit doing the thing that got him all the jobs that he's ever gotten. And I'm certainly not going to quit either. I, I respect and understand the criticism. It is fair. We've got to get better offensively. But me not calling plays is not the answer. Uh, you know, we've just got to continue to improve. Uh, and uh, I've got to call more plays that are running wide open like those first two corner routes on those two opening drives. If I'll keep calling plays that are wide open, we'll eventually hit them. And, uh, you know, so that's it. So you're heading to Jonesboro this Saturday. You've got an Arkansas State team that started off really miserably uh, but, but, but had a good defensive performance this past Saturday. What do you expect to see from Butch Jones and his crew this weekend? A team with a lot of urgency. They're in year three with their new head coach, just like we are. They're one and two, just like we are. Uh, you know, they've lost to a great Oklahoma team, and then they lost to a to a Memphis team that's probably pretty good as well. So, uh, you know, they're going to be hungry. They're going to be at home, and uh, you know, it's a it's a big game for them and a big game for us right here to start off conference play. Now, the last two years. Uh, it's been hyped that they've had two pretty good re- recruiting classes. Um, when you when you look at their roster, are there any particular aspects of his football team that that worry you a little bit as far as talent goes? They've had some injuries on their D line, uh, so they're a little thinner there than, than, than what they normally would be. Uh, their safety number nine's a fast downhill player. Uh, you know, he he really gets after it and tackling the ball. They've got a corner from North Forest. Uh, Leon Jones, he's their best cover guy. He's long and lean. Uh, on the offense, they've got Corey Rucker uh, back. He's from Yazoo County, Mississippi. Was a really good player for him several years ago. Transferred to South Carolina and then transferred back. He's got a lot of talent and ability. They played a freshman quarterback this past week. He's a dual threat guy, number one. Uh, he's a zone read guy. He gets the ball out quick. He's He's athletic. Uh, and, and can do some things. Well, Coach, uh, we know that uh, 
it's, it's we're three in, got what eight to play. But nine, these are the ones that count. Bob, these are yeah. the games that, that count for sure. Mindset of the kids uh, when you uh, finish practice and finish meeting with them today. What, what's the vibe on the team right now? Well, I think we're embarrassed, and I think we know we're better than, than than what we've played. I think we're hungry to get back on the field and show that. Uh, I think I think we're ready to get to work. You know, I think we're ready to just put our head down and get to work and uh, and prove it. You know, I think we've got a demeanor, much like I think, you know, our baseball team did after that second loss to Coastal Carolina last year. We're going to see, you know, but our baseball team rallied together when everybody had quit on them, uh, except for us three on this call. Right. Uh, but, but you know, everybody quit on them, and they go on a run in conference play and end up having a great year. We've got an opportunity to do that. We've had several player-led meetings today. Uh, we've got to have more player leadership and less coach leadership. We got to take the bull by the horns, our older guys, and we've got to start playing better. And it starts with me and filters all the way down through the rest of our program. We've got a lot of urgency this week, and uh, we're ready to go to work and get better. And how are you feeling, Coach? What, what's your message to the Golden Eagle Nation? About a minute and a half left in the segment. I feel like I'm blessed to be the head coach here. I think it's a great place to be. I love it here. I think I'm the man for this job. I think that the people that believe that and are hanging in there with us are going to be proven correct. And the people that that don't think I'm the man for this job are going to be proven incorrect. So that's what I think. Well, Coach, <laughs> I think you know. I love, I, love, I love Southern Miss, and we got a chance to have a good football team this year. We're going to build this program back to prominence. I can assure you that. And uh, but, but, you know, it happens with daily – work and uh, it's going to happen when you keep doing things right it's eventually going to happen we're doing it right it hasn't happened yet it is going to happen there's only three games in Uh, we still have nine games left but really the way i look at it the eagles are zero and zero right now that's right because now the games that matter yeah the the, the goal is to win the conference championship they all matter they all matter they all matter but now we're in conference play we got a chance to Look, guys, we, it's, it's real simple for us. We've got to play up to our expectation level. We've got to play up to our standard. We haven't done that yet. There's a lot of urgency in this building. We're, we're getting back to work, and, uh, and we're going to play better moving forward. Well, Coach, I think you know the two guys uh, talking to you right now. I think you know what side we fall on. So we look, uh, we look forward to a lot of celebrations between now and the end of the year. Well, I appreciate y'all. Like I said, the criticism's fair. We need to play better. And uh, certainly nobody understands that more than me. And I love you guys. Appreciate all you do for us. And uh, hang in there with us, man. We're building this thing back, and and we're uh, we're on our way. To the top, Coach. Coach Will Hall, everybody. To the top. Head football coach, Southern Miss. When we come back, Lee Roberts, his perspective from the broadcast booth. No cobbler this weekend. Very, very disappointed about it. Very disappointed. We'll be back. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, 4th Street Bar Grill sponsors this segment of the show. I was there Friday, Catfish Friday, of course. Delicious as always. 4th Street Bar Grill with a great lunch, 11 to 1 every day, Monday through Friday, just 10 bucks. And a great place this weekend to gather and watch that Arkansas State game. If you make that long trip over to Northeast Arkansas, I can assure you it will be on the TV 
at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Lee Roberts joins us uh, every Monday, color analyst, of course, for the radio network, great quarterback uh, in Southern Miss history. I, one of, I think one of the greatest that uh, ever wore the black and gold and a good friend of our show. And, Lee, we're talking uh, a little bit off air. And it, you know, it is so frustrating. Uh, I know the coaches take heat, but uh, Saturday, another example. You know, early in the ball game, uh, they call a perfect play out of the uh, – <clears throat> Out of the super back, got a guy wide open who could have just, you know, jogged into the end zone. And the, the play's not executed. You miss that opportunity. And in a game like Tulane, where the teams are pretty even and the score is even, that, that could have been a huge momentum changer right there in the first half. No, I totally, I totally agree. I mean, it's, you, you know, you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right, we lost him, Kelly. Let me hook him back up. All right, well, while you're doing that, Bob, I can I can jump ahead and kind of tell you what some of the other Golden Eagle teams were up to uh, this past weekend. The women's soccer team, which uh, is not redundant because we don't have a men's uh, soccer team at Southern Miss, but the women's soccer team opened uh, Sunbelt play yesterday against South Alabama, a 0-0 zero to zero draw. Which actually, uh, which actually was quite a performance because South Al had come into that uh, had come into that match seven and zero. So congratulations to the Lady Eagles tying South Al in Game One of the conference play. All right, we relocated, Lee. Let's go back to that question, Lee. Big big opportunity there to tie the game. Plays not executed. That's not on the coach. Coach called the right play. Uh, big momentum potential swinger right there. You know, it was, obviously. And, you know, honestly, one of the keys to the game for Saturday, and, you know, Coach Hall said that what they needed to make sure they did was execute. They had it drawn up perfectly. It was a great call at the right time. Everything worked extremely well, except we didn't execute. And, you know, that was kind of the thing that Coach Hall said after the game is we just, we never made a play. And, yeah, would that game, would that play totally change the outcome i don't know but it would have changed the atmosphere it would have changed that the dynamic of that first half for sure um and again i mean nothing against frank gore he made that play last year he made that play the year before and you could just see the frustration when he threw it immediately his hands went to his helmet like i missed him you know and it's just we did it was an opportunity missed and you know i talked about it on saturday and you know again i know i know every southern miss fan is you know, thinking about that play as well. But, yeah, bottom line is we did yeah. not execute that execute. play. and We we didn't really ex- execute really anything most of the day. Well, it, it, you talk about setting the tone for the game. And when Tulane marched right down the field and scored, you thought, oh, my goodness. And then when the Eagles did not execute that play, yeah. those yeah. two series were really kind of a microcosm of the game as a whole. Right, Lee? You, you know, I, I agree, you know, I'm going to give our defense credit because they settled in after that um, first series. I mean, anytime somebody drives 75 yards first play of the game or first series of the game, it, it can kind of break your back. But, you know, you know there's a lot of game left to be played. So the defense did. They settled in for sure. But two series for the Golden Eagle offense, missed opportunities. The play we just talked about, and we missed a, we missed a field goal. So 10 points not on the board and, you know, things are just going right. I mean, we're, we're doing things okay offensively, just, again, not making the right play at the right time and, you know, lack of execution for sure. So, um, But I felt like our defense, man, I really did. I felt like they kept us in the game. 
you know, statistically, I felt like we were we were pretty close late in the game. I felt like Tulane kind of pulled away as far as statistics goes. Of course, we didn't we didn't run the football. You know, that's a that was a huge um, thing that goes against your offense for sure as well. But yeah. you know, once we start running the football, I feel like it'll it'll help open up that pass for sure. All right, Lee. Uh, nobody better suited to analyze college quarterback play than you. Let's analyze Billy Wiles after three games. You know, obviously, Alcorn, you know, went the way it was supposed to. I think we talked about that last week. I felt like his play was pretty good. We we found out in the Alcorn game that he is a he is a tough competitor. Um, I feel like he moves in the pocket. He helps extend plays. I mean, he's not a guy that's going to break out of the pocket and and kill you with his legs, but yet he can get out and he can make a play here or there, or he can extend the play and make a throw down the field. Um, Obviously, the Florida State was a, a a rough game. It would have been a game that I would have been glad when it was over if I was a quarterback uh, again. But but Saturday again, I felt like you know he he's he's just a little he's very close to getting things done. I mean, we're completing some balls, you know, from the left hash to the right side of the numbers. A very long throw, but maybe it's just getting there a, a split second late, and our receivers aren't having a chance to catch it and try to make somebody miss. You know, if he can maybe get it out of his hands a little quicker in those scenarios, I think we've got a chance. But you know, accuracy wise, I think he's he's throwing the ball really well. Numbers wise, I mean, fifty eight percent completion on Saturday, not a ton of yards. Again, not been able to, you know, get get a ball down the field. I'm not sure if it was the game plan not to throw down the field or if it was just that he was reading and throwing the outlet routes. But, you know, I think going forward we've got to be able to try to push things over the top and uh, you know whether that, that's that's him seeing things and, and making a play or not, but you know after three games, I, I'm not disappointed in the way Billy Wiles is playing. I feel like he's he's been under pressure a lot. He he's been hurried. He was sacked a couple times, three times on on Saturday. I think he's a guy that's going to continue to to get better week in week out. And I thought this past weekend would be a litmus test. This weekend, obviously. Uh, truly a team in the Sun Belt that I think we can go and uh, compete against and, and win if we do things right. So we'll see. Um, so, so maybe we can have a little more conversation on Monday about this coming up Saturday as well as far as his play. But, you know, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm not disappointed. But I think there's some things, obviously, that, that he will get better at. Well, you had to like it when he lowered his head and knocked that linebacker on his back. At the moment, yeah, but then long term, no, because you know if, he, if he's our guy, if he's our guy for the future, I want him to, I want him to be healthy. But yeah, again, that just shows you how tough he is and the competitor he is, and uh, yeah. and, and what he's doing is is realizing that they're not the offense that they are right, that they need to be, and so he's he's trying anything he right. can to make something happen. And man, you got to pat him on the back for that. Yeah, great point. You really don't want your uh, quarterback doing that on a weekly basis, do you? It's, no, you're exactly right. <laughs> it seems like every week we use the phrase, this next game is a big game. But this one especially coming up because it's the conference opener. But com- uh, but any sports at this level, real high mental aspect that goes into it. And a loss this weekend could potentially be devastating from a mental standpoint. Lee, can you expound upon that? Yeah, because when you when you start the year, obviously you think about, hey, we want to bring the conference championship back to Hattiesburg. We want to win the conference championship. We want to go to a bowl. We'd love to have double digit wins. You know, are we going to get double digit wins this year? Most likely not. We have to win out, you know, to be able to do that. Um, 
but the one thing that is still intact is Sunbelt Conference play. Right. And this weekend is, is the first game. So it doesn't matter what happened the first three games. If you're a Golden Eagle, fans can talk about it. They can, you know, dream about what could have happened or what, you know. But Southern Miss players, they have erased the first three games in their minds. They are 0-0 right now going into conference play. And that's, and that's huge because this weekend can. It can be a, a true test of what the next eight games will be or next nine games will be for Southern Miss in conference play. And the only game that's not was the Mississippi State game late in the year as well. But uh, they'll have eight, eight conference games that'll, um, that, that will be huge. And if they can go compete this weekend and, and walk away, again, healthy and walk away with a, a win, some confidence, yeah, man, that can really start to, to turn the table in what they need to do, and, and that is to help bring the conference championship back to Hattiesburg. And the Eagles go into this game a touchdown favorite uh, in, in Jonesboro uh, this weekend. So the, fa- the fact that the Eagles are even favored in a game, now they have not covered in any game so far. Look, if they win by just one, you know, I think everybody would be happy just because of, of what me- the mental part of what that would mean to getting you know some of that under your belt when you then next week have a Texas State team that comes in that is better than were projected at least at this point and an old Dominion team that has also been better than expected yeah no I mean it's uh, I mean there's some conference teams for sure that have have done what they needed to to help put themselves on the map for this year Texas State yeah being one of them old Dominion as you as you mentioned so uh, the the conference is not going to be an easy road whatsoever you know, so if you can go on the road this weekend and uh, and play well, pick up a win, come home, try to do it back to back, that that would be huge. If there's a way you could start two and on the conference, would be, um, you know, I think I think any Southern Miss fan would take that, regardless of what the last two games have shown. No question. We look forward to hearing you on the call Saturday evening. And what time is the game, real quickly, Lee? I- I should uh, it is set for 6 p.m. Good. A nighttime Saturday night affair with Arkansas State. And uh, look forward to having you back on the show next week. All right. Appreciate you guys, man. Right. Have a great week. Look forward to talking to you again. All right. Lee Roberts, everybody. Cut our analyst for the Golden Eagle Radio Network. David Bowie takes us out. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, as always, we want to thank Lee Roberts and, of course, Coach Will Hall for joining us every Monday. They'll be with us every Monday throughout the football season. We look forward to that and uh, know that uh, you will enjoy hearing. Uh, that's just the best analysis uh, game analysis you're going to get, Kelly, directly from the head football coach and the color analyst of the network uh, less than uh, 48 hours after a game is played there's really nowhere else to go and really between you and me bob no kidding to our listeners we joke around in this show quite a bit as you know and we have fun doing the show but between you and i we've got about 80 years you know, mm-hmm. of, of covering college football and college sports and it is so rare to find somebody and we're not saying this to be patronizing we're just telling you the truth the fact that will hall 
comes on this show on a Monday and gives us a half an hour. We, we would never, there's never been a, a Southern Miss no. coach that's ever no. given us a half an hour in the, in no. the history of the football no. program. And look, it's not just on the days that they win. Right. Right. This, I mean, he, he, this was a tough day. I mean, he said they're, they're feeling down, but they're going to get it corrected. But he's, he's here and, and tells it like it is. And it's a, it's a real treat to be able to hear from the man that, you call your head football coach right. to talk every every Monday. Well, he's the only football coach in Mississippi doing that, and one of a very few I would I would gather to say around the country that's doing that on the Monday after a game. That, that's my point. Yeah. Is is it just unfed un- access? It's just amazing, uh, and he no doesn't question. have to do that. No question. You know, and and I get that fans can fans can say anything they want do anything they want they pay to go to the games but I'm talking really about what they say outside of the stadium on social media chill out my word we we have played three games anybody making an honest assessment of the season looking at the schedule honest assessment would have looked at this schedule and say, odds are we're going to be one and two coming out of the first three weeks because Florida State's Florida State. Tulane's a very good football team, Cotton Bowl defending champions. We beat them on their home field. You don't think Tulane is going to come up here and give everything they've got to get that revenge. And uh, so chill out. And some of the comments, or some of the comments and some of the insults hurled at uh, Will Hall are just be over the over the top just ridiculous and i and i appreciate uh, the fact that coach hall said all the games matter yeah. I, I get that but really the goal was to win the conference championship That's right. that starts this saturday so it's it's a whole other season just chill out and enjoy the fact that football season is here right let's get you up to date on some other things going on at southern miss the volleyball team returns from the uh, beale street invitational in memphis uh, this past weekend, they started with a sweep of Arkansas Little Rock. They won in straight uh, straight sets or straight games, however you want to term it, in volleyball. They beat uh, Arkansas Little Rock 3 to nothing. Memphis, they also swept. And then the nationally ranked Arizona State team, which was undefeated going into the game against Southern Miss, they swept uh, the Lady Eagles. So a win against Little Rock, a win against Memphis, a loss against Arkansas State. We mentioned Arizona State. Arizona State. Thank you for that. Uh, Soccer, we mentioned a tie with South Al yesterday, nil-nil, 0-0 as they opened up a conference play. But South Al was undefeated up to that point. They're still undefeated, but uh, at least they did not chalk up a win against the Lady Eagles. In tennis, they were at the uh, the Demon Invitational over in Natchitoches, Louisiana, hosted by Northwestern State. The Lady Eagles had six singles finalists, six uh, young women advanced to the finals. Three of them were winners. Good good outing, good first outing for the women's tennis team. The men's golf team is teeing off as we speak at the Bearcat Invitational in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's a 54-hole event, a little bit uh, chilly up there today in Cincinnati. Yes, I did say chilly, but uh, they're coming off, of course, their win uh, in Louisiana just a couple of weeks ago, so good luck to the men's golf team. And in the National Football League tonight, all you hoodatters, uh, the 
Call is going out tonight. All Houdats getting together tonight as the New Orleans Saints will travel to Carolina. The first game of an NFL doubleheader. New Orleans will play at Carolina in the first game. The second game will be an AFC North battle where the Cleveland Browns travel to the Pittsburgh Steelers. How about them Cowboys? Boy, they're looking good, aren't they? Yeah, the Cowboys do look good. 49ers look good. Teams that we thought were going to look good. Generally speaking, looking good. But I'm going to tell you a team that's not looking good, and I've seen them play two weeks in a row. And I, th- I think the verdict is out now, and, and I don't in any way begrudge the greatness of the coach, but the New England Patriots are not the same without Tom Brady. Just the bottom line. They're mortal now. And before, they were just almost unbeatable. Everybody thought it was Belichick, right? I'm starting to think it was Brady you, and Gronk. You, you can put anybody in that system because Belichick is there. and, and Well, that's that's not the case. No, you know? I don't know. So but, but part of it, too, Bob, as we've mentioned, is the other teams in that division have gotten better. Yeah. You know, the Jets are better, even though they didn't look that good against Dolphins the Cowboys. Are good. Dolphins are great. The Bills you know, could win that division again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you have other teams in the division. They're all good. Yeah. No that's, it, that's maybe one of the tougher divisions in the league this year. It, it is now. And, you know, we were laughing at the at the NFC South with the, Saint, with the Saints and the Falcons and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, the Saints could be 2-0 if they won tonight. But right now, the Falcons and Buccaneers are yeah. both 2-0. Baker Mayfield, off to a good start. All right, Kelly will be at practice tomorrow. We'll, of course, have player interviews for you and some other great stuff. So we've got a volleyball player we're going to bring on the show this week as well. So stay with us. Going to have a good week on the Eagle Hour. And until next time, Southern Miss. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.